He is uh, the great Congressman Peter King. He's on this show every Wednesday. <laughs> I'm fine, Congressman. <laughs> at 840, he's a dear, dear friend of the Rosenberg family and a true American patriot. Peter King, good morning. How are you, pal? Shit, anytime I'm talking to you, things are great. Uh, thank you for saying that. Thank you. So, George Santos, you know the guy pretty well out there on right. Long Island. I don't, and, I don't, but anyway, yeah. Okay, but he's uh, along with Anthony yeah. D'Esposito. He's two, one of the two Long Island guys that won on that election day when we switched flip four seats. Right. Now the news story is, is that he took $3,000 from a disabled vet who actually raised that money on a GoFundMe page for his dying dog. Now, I don't know what's true and what's not anymore, whether it's Santos talking or people talking about him, but it's gotten really bad at this point, no? No, it really has. And you're right. No one knows what's true and what's not. I don't know if he knows what's true and what's not. No, and actually, uh, I wasn't trying to back away from knowing him. I only met him, I think, once or twice for about two minutes. And uh, But I, I, I do know people that have that dealt with him and Again, his story was always changing, and uh, you know, looking back at it now, probably people should have been more suspicious. But you know, using different names, different addresses, saying he was going to donate money but not doing it, and it was just this constant uh, uh, changing of identities, changing of his story. But uh, yeah, everyone assumed. Listen, the guy had gone to these uh, two schools. He's obviously a pretty smart guy. And uh, it turned out that everything was untrue. The guy's like a walking fraud. Really. <laughs> I tell you. It is you guys, you hung out with Brooklyn. <laughs> no, he was worse than even those guys. I mean, I've been, I've been um, told I exaggerate a little bit here and there. I've got friends who lie about stuff. But this guy's, this guy's outrageous. But I know you know this, Peter. People like Judge Janine Puro on this show yesterday said, I don't care. Phil just said, this is why politics is so scary. Knowing full well the guy's a fraud. He's a liar. He may even be a criminal. And the thought is, I don't care because he's a Republican and we need that seat. What about that contention? Well, I hate to say this, but I agree with Phil. I mean, to me, it's uh, it, it just, first of all, it looks bad. It is bad. And it just uh, is going to cause people to lose confidence in government. Listen, he's a bad guy. There's no way we can go after Hunter Biden and investigate him if we somehow cover up for George Santos. And I think it's just uh, that's, that's the moral reason. That's the ethical reason. But the political reason is, I can tell you, this is the issue on Long Island. We could end up losing all our Republican seats the next time around. Joe Cairo, the reason, apart from the uh, ethical point, the reason Joe Cairo came out so strong last week and demanding that Santos resign, we have all local elections coming up next year. We right. don't want to be the party of George Santos. So to me, it's in the long run, the longer he's there and the longer Republicans don't try to remove him, and uh, urge him to resign, then it's going to hurt us politically, apart from the fact that it just puts a cloud over everything we do. Macedonia, Phil, one of the greatest politicians in the history of New York just said, and I quote, I hate to th- say this, but I agree with Phil. It's been a long time coming, but I'm making my uh, name felt in the political field. It's happening. <laughs> going to happen. That run for president is becoming realistic. I, I think you probably get a job in the Biden cabinet soon. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, my resume is a little more uh, solid than... It is. You lie less than George Santos. So you just made the kids' day, Peter. How about that? Uh, Macedonia, Bill, he's so happy. Look at him. Peter King agreed with me, yes. Uh, but, but you're both right. I mean, it's just uh, it's terrifying. So what do you think ends up happening here? Criminal investigation, he's forced to leave because right now, Kevin McCarthy and the Republicans, they're not really kicking him out. Long Island, yes, but not down in D.C. Yeah, in fact, not at all. In fact, he got two committee assignments yesterday. He's going to be on the small business uh, 
committee. Yeah, those businessmen. Whoa, 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 whoa. So, 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 hold on, hold on a second. You're telling me that not only was he allowed to be sworn in, but he's now on two committees? The Small Business Committee and the uh, Science and Space Committee. Now, maybe it's because they think he belongs out in that space somewhere. <laughs> but, I mean, really, I mean, I mean, just imagine being at those hearings. I mean, he's actually going to be asking witnesses questions. He's going to be demanding they answer. Uh, he's going to be at uh, meetings where, they, you know, they're given information. Well, but, about, how, but, but how do they do that? Now, now, I don't know how this thing works. I mean, if you're sworn in, uh, do you automatically end up on some committee? How, how do you give this guy that responsibility? No. Uh, in fact, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene was not on any committees the last two years. Uh, it's, it's up to the uh, leader of, of, of the party. Uh, he uh, decides, you know, which uh, but it's called a steering committee. But the uh, you know, the leader decides who's going to go on which, which committees. And then this time around, though, Kevin McCarthy is, and I don't blame him for this, he is not going to allow Nancy Pelosi to put uh, Omar on the Foreign Affairs Committee or Swalwell and Schiff on the Intelligence Committee. So Kevin's saying they don't deserve to be on those committees. I agree. But how then can we be putting Santos on a committee if we're saying that uh, Omar can't? I mean, uh, to me, uh, we're, we're hurting, our, we're undercutting our, our, our case. We're undercutting our moral position here. And so, Santos, what's going to happen to him? I think basically uh, he's going to be sort of shunned down there. But on the other hand, he's going to become a celebrity at the same time. Uh, and uh, what they have to do is they have to call for an ethics investigation Right away, you can't slow walk this thing. Don't have a, a uh, uh, rush to justice, but don't slow walk it. Get the mm-hmm. ethics committee, and I think what they will do is you can't throw a guy out for what he did before he went to Congress. But on the other hand, he is, it looks to me as if you file false reports, financial reports. I mean, he still is not accounted the seven hundred grand that he donated to his campaign. You have to account for all that. He hasn't done it. I, that I think is where the uh, if, if there is going to be a crime, that's where it's going to be. And uh, that would be, to me, enough to uh, remove him from Congress. But they have to move forward on this, and they should not not have him on committees. They should say until the Ethics Committee completes its investigation, which we are demanding start right away, until then he can't be on any committees because there's so many allegations against him which go right to the heart of who he is and what he is, and can he be trusted? How can you give this guy any information at all, whether it's, uh, again, on science or technology, whether it's on uh, small businesses? I mean, you are... I'm not saying it's all national security stuff, but you are told things uh, and uh, uh, other people confide in you you on these committees. Uh, You you trust him? I mean, God knows what he's doing. uh, His whole life is a fraud. I've never known anyone whose entire life was a fraud. I mean, everything that we learned about him that he said turns out to be untrue. Except for those two knee replacements you got for him, said every uh, (laughs) year. I'll tell you what else is true. He is sworn in as a legitimate member of Congress, and now on two committees. That is all true. People come back and move from Long Island to D.C., discuss the latest with Joe Biden, the documents. Is the president in peril? Michael Goodwin seems to think so. What does Peter King think? We'll take a short break. Bee Gees and more of Sid right after this. Is Sid and friends in the morning. 77 WABC. So the Sid Rosenberg, George Santos <laughs> machine continues. 
Matt Meany just told me I was just on Good Morning America. That's as big as it gets. Justin Ellick is efforting the sound right now. So this is unbelievable what this guy's done for me. So we'll get that sound for you. Good Morning America with me and George Santos this morning. But welcoming in uh, Peter King here every Wednesday at 840. We had the Santos discussion. Let's move to the president. Before you get that, I just tell one story. Every uh, a few months, I get together with guys I knew from high school in Brooklyn. Yeah. And uh, last week, we're sitting around, and there's two retired cops there. And suddenly, they start talking about you and the Gemini Lounge. They knew all about it from years ago when they were cops. They follow you. And so that became like a, a, a half-hour discussion. And then your friend Melissa Zim was there. She joined <laughs> in with stories about Sid. So suddenly, this reunion lunch turned into a Sid Rosenberg conversation. I felt like getting up and leaving. I don't need this. I saw the picture of you and all the guys, and you sent me the text. And it's funny because Feb 13 is the actual screening for Gemini Lounge, which I did shoot in Los Angeles last March. And now, yesterday, they dropped the season two trailer of Graves and the creator of that, William DeMeo, is coming on at 925. So my acting career has started to take off just a little bit. But that was cool, that picture of of all your buddies there, Peter, and guys that actually follow my career and the Gemini Lounge. But I do want to get to the the document scandal. And uh, every day, much like uh, me and Santos in a different newspaper every day, now we're getting more documents every day, new locations. And, you know, more and more. And uh, now you're getting people like Joy Behar on The View and and even James Claiborne saying, well, it's in the president's best interest to be honest. Don't do what Donald Trump did. Blah, blah, blah. Truth is, they did the same exact thing. They're not the only two guys to ever do it. But the media really and not just the media, the DOJ, Merrick Garland, the FBI really vilified Donald Trump and Biden. eh, No big deal. You noticing that? Oh, that is total, total hypocrisy. And this is a, a scandal, if we want to call it that, that Joe Biden has really created himself. If they come out in November and say, listen, we, uh, moving from office to office, we found these uh, documents. We immediately notified the Justice Department. We had uh, security clearance lawyers come in, examine it. Here's the whole story. Here's everything. Get it and if that was it, I think it could have been a one or two day story. Because, again, my understanding is that other presidents have done this. But they account for it right away. In this case, the story changes every, every day. And they must have known that after what happened with Trump, that the media, even if they are corrupt and biased, they have to follow the story after all was said about Trump. So this to me is they are really the gang that can't shoot straight down there in the White House. They have made this a lasting issue. I really think if they had said, uh, done everything they had to do within 10 days, get everything out there, say, here it is. And we're asking Congress also to come in and look at it to make sure we've done it the right way. Instead, you have that uh, Jean-Pierre, whatever her name is, coming out every day. Uh, this is an investigation. There's the process. I can't tell you anymore. All I know is we've told you everything, and the next day you should tell us something else. I mean, it's just uh, – <laughs> this is a – it would be a comedy of errors if we weren't talking about the president of the United States. You mentioned the gang that couldn't shoot straight. That's a funny reference. Your friend and mine, Kevin Breslin, the son of the late, great Jimmy Breslin, works out with me in Rockway. I know you know that, Peter, and he comes up to me all the time and talks about you. He actually left me two weeks ago at the front desk an original copy – like his father's actual book of the gang that couldn't shoot straight that he wrote about the Gallo brothers all the way back right. in the 1970s. It was so cool. And Kevin's a great kid, a Democrat who's turned into a big Sid Rosenberg fan. Uh, last one, the mayor, Eric Adams, did finally go down to the border. He is just about ready to name Biden. He says the federal government screwed up here. So he's starting to get very close to outing 
some of the big names in the Democrat Party. Your thoughts on Adam's visit to El Paso? Yeah, that's what he has to do. He's saying more and more the right thing. Going down to the border was a great demonstration. But now he has to follow through. It's not just enough to blame Washington. It's Joe Biden. It's the Biden administration. This would not be happening if we're not uh, if we Joe Biden. Now, things happen in politics. They go bad, they go wrong, and it's beyond your control. This was a crisis caused by one person, by Joe Biden, basically opening the borders, not knowing what to do next. And we're getting overwhelmed here in New York. Think of what's happening in those small uh, cities along the border, what's happening in Chicago. You know, things were bad enough before this, but now to have 40,000 people coming in that we don't have the funding for, we, that we can't accommodate, it's unfair to them, it's unfair to us, and it's Joe Biden's fault. And just like in Albany, it's Kathy Hochul's fault, it's Albany's fault, Kathy Hochul and the Democratic leaders of the Assembly and the State Senate. Eric Adams is saying the right things. He now has to go right to the end and pull the trigger. Uh, Peter, as always, you're not good. You're great. You really are. Love having you on every Wednesday. And, and thank you so much. Another terrific appearance. Enjoy the day. We'll talk again very soon. You're the man. Okay, Sid. Take care of yourself, buddy. You Bye. too. There he is, a great congressman, great New Yorker, great American patriot, and dear friend of the Rosenberg family, Peter King.